side of us. You could, you could kind of see the thing moving through the woods. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, in the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black thing. mystery each week with your hosts veteran researcher author and tv personality the squatch detective steve culls and from the bigfoot research project of kentucky chris bennett sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around north america discussing the bigfoot phenomena but not without a few laughs too here are your hosts steve and chris And good evening, cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, November 7th, 2021. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective, Steve Coles, along with my co-host, Mr. Steve. Good to see you, bud. And it, then it, then it, Oh, man, I should have had that queued up, my bad. <laughs> so here um, we are. We're in the warmth tonight and not in the woods. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, that night, we had a low of 48 degrees, and, uh, which wasn't bad. Ah, well, that depends on who it's you ask. Considering <laughs> yesterday, we had a high of 48 degrees. Yeah. And it's already down to 36 already. Well, earlier this week, uh, this past week, we had a, a very, well, we had a couple mornings of good frost on, good heavy frost. And so the leaves are starting to change now. And uh, which I always love fall in Kentucky, you know, and uh, made a trip over there to Mammoth Cave to check them out. I saw that. And it looks good. It's looking good. Well, I, you know, I expect I want to see a lot of the reds and stuff. I'll be making another trip over there next over the next week or so. But, well, uh, you, you know what I'm going to do in this show tonight? Uh, when I get done, I'm going to put your the link to your channel 
in the, the description. Oh, no. So. You, don't, you don't got to do that. Anybody could find me, man. If they want to see you, I don't do anything. Like, like Chris Bennett isn't a common name here in the United yeah. States, Chris. No. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, you can type you type in Chris Bennett on YouTube. You get a lot of people named Chris Bennett. That's right. I, Hello, I my name is Chris Bennett. I would like to sell you this wonderful <laughs> can for only 65 seconds. <laughs> Wrong Chris uh, Bennett. There's only one, uh, the, the ugliest and baldest is me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm Just because of that, I'm going to find an uglier and meaner and balder, <laughs> Chris Bennett. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, uh, Mick, Mick watched one of my videos. I know, well, Mick's commented on some of my videos. Uh, I don't right. know if he's here or not tonight, but uh, Mick, appreciate it. Yes, but he hasn't meatloafed you yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, folks, uh, let's do the roll call. First in the house tonight was our good friend B. Lynn. Hey. B, hello. Hi, Patrick McGuire in the house. Hi. Hello, Patrick. Good to see you. Bob Lemley. Bob, hello. Hey, Bob, welcome. We got Joe, Western New York Bigfoot Investigation hey, Group in the house. Good to see you. And Chris Joe. in the I'm house. Chris. Oh, welcome. as always. Yeah. Of course, we have Arthur Walk or Watch. Uh, but yeah, Arthur, Arthur is in the house. Hello, welcome again, Arthur. Welcome. Troy's review is here. Hello, Troy. To Hi, you. Troy. And who else we got? We got Low Rider in the house. He's always here. Low Jay Rider. Fritz, good to see you. And of course, Nikki over at Harry Man Hoaxes and Hoodwings. Oh, Hello, somebody Nikki. named Sherry Cotter. Hi, Sherry. Sherry's in the house, of course. Aaron Mollenkamp is in the house as well. So hello and welcome to tonight's interesting yeah. show which i'm sure that's people got people curious how the narrative of bigfoot is lost yeah and a lot to talk about that particular topic tonight and um a, a lot of reasons why i think and uh you know i i've been thinking about this for the last couple of days and i, I it always gets me down a bit to tell you the truth um you know we we bust our chops to get out there and do what we need to do. And we're trying to be positive. We try to use cognitive and critical thinking in everything we do. Right. Um, but yet, um, there's a narrative that is so obtuse. Um, there are several narratives going on at once that's killing the real narrative. The narrative of the people out there doing the work, the good work. Right. I'm not talking about the pseudoscience where everything is a Bigfoot, the pseudoscience where oh, I'm feeding them and they're knocking on my door asking for garlic. That's all hurting us. Part of the problem uh, of, of the problem. But there's a number of different problems. But what got me to this point? Well, every once in a while, I just for the hell of it, Google or I just simply do a Bigfoot search in YouTube. And of course, it's inundated with Hollywood TV shows. Yeah. You know, Finding Bigfoot, uh, Expedition Bigfoot, Mountain Monsters, and whatever else. Um, that seems to be like the top 50. Then as we go down, then we have the cats that have these big channels. One guy, I forget his name, bald guy, glasses, fits in with us really well except his attitude. English guy who's trying to string together why he believes Bigfoot's not real. Where are the bodies? Where are the bodies? Mm. Well, you moron, we've answered that question a thousand times, but apparently 
You just want to ask the question without doing the other side. These are what I call hit pieces. And the yeah. mainstream media used to do hit pieces like that yeah. by by putting people on and rolling their eyes. Oh, there's a Bigfoot sighting. In right, the right. You know, and that kind of, in, yeah. you know, incongenuous crap. But now we have these YouTubers out here that are only doing one side of the story or the other. I like to, you know, when I do stuff, I try to uh yeah, ah, there it is you I've try so hard videos. get so close it's pronounced molenkopf <laughs> i'll see some videos like that isn't too, it Steve? pronounced molenkopf uh, that that sounds like a german name that's right yeah molenkopf kopf meaning head so but, uh, see you're molenkopf i am dumkopf <laughs> I watched. I watched the video of an English guy, well, English accent speaking guy on YouTube the other day, and he was talking about the, uh, uh, you know, I was going over uh, footage of the Mammoth Cave uh, Bigfoot uh, shooting video thing, or not video, but incident report, and uh, I saw one video from that guy, and I don't, maybe the same one. He said, well. He said, uh, you know, he told the man was supposed to have fired uh, two shots at a Bigfoot at Mammoth Cave. But he said, I can tell you, he did not shoot at a Bigfoot because there is no Bigfoot. <coughs> well, I thought, hmm, that's it, dude. He's done solved the mystery. <laughs> so sure of himself. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be too <laughs> sure about that, but. See, I wasn't sure what Molin meant, but now I do. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> we won't put that one on the air. Yeah. Yeah. You'll all have to Google it. <laughs> That's Google. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. And this guy is, you know, he just does a hit piece. And yeah. one of the biggest hit pieces I recently saw is by this channel called, uh, um, what the heck is it? Brand, uh, bright side. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, bright the bright side or bright side, yeah. and they did a hit piece, and I actually talked to Carl Crew today about it because they start the, the name of the piece was how two brothers fooled the world into believing Bigfoot, mm. and it starts off. Uh, I'm not going to play it because I want to avoid all the. I didn't have time to put together a video with m voicing over some of the mistakes. I may do that at some later date, but. I, I can just talk about this uh, briefly. And this is, it is such a hit piece. They start off talking about Jerry crew and how, right. you know, he, you know, he's walking, and he sees these huge footprints exactly like a human's, except we know as people in this field, the Sasquatch print, and they look nothing like a human print. They had no arch. Right. They had no, so they couldn't be exactly like a human foot. Right. So it goes on. And that was my first flag to saying, uh-oh, this is a hit piece. Yeah. So eventually what he ends up going makes this giant leap. Of course, we talk about bad researchers. Well, here's one. He goes on to say, well, it's very apparent that, you know, Wilbur Wallace, Ray Wallace, and his nephew all conspired to do this hoax. Mm. What? Wait, wait, yeah. wait. The nephew found the prince. And he said he never heard of it. You know, his, you know, his uncle Ray never talked about this. Right. There was no confession by Wilbur. There was no confession by the nephew. But he right. puts together like there's this grand conspiracy. And 
They even tried to drop it on the Patterson Gimlin film. Right. They try to draw where? Where is that comparison? Now, many years ago, this goes back to 2003. ABC yeah. got a story wrong when we we had limited, you know, email. AOL was a big thing, and, a, and ABC had a big news channel on there, and they had um, put out. They had put out a piece saying that that Roger Patterson confessed the whole thing was fake on his deathbed. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Yeah. What he confessed was to Bob yeah. that he used a fake Bob Gimlin in some of the presentations. Yeah. And then they confused the Ray Wallace story with it. So it was a complete thing. And I asked them to source their material. They said they would get back to me and never right. did. Never retracted, never corrected, right. nothing. Just ignored it. Yeah. Pieces of you know what. So this is nothing but, you know, and they, and they go on to, you know, to kind of besmirch Jerry Crew a little bit who, you know, Carl reminded me, was a Sunday school teacher and very well-respected and very reserved kind of guy. Right. They also made a comment that, you know, oh, Jerry took, uh, you know, told this uh, this thing to a local taxidermist who confirmed them and cast them. Well, no, Jerry Crew went to Bob Titmus and bought the supplies and Jerry Crew cast them himself. Yeah. Nowhere yeah. were they confirmed, you know, so this is nothing but a hit piece full of some some artistic license, I think, and some very, yeah. very bad and uh, investigation jumps. Maybe we should have called Carl. I mean, he's been on the show before. Yeah. Uh, the Jerry Cruz nephew, yeah. Carl. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking I didn't want end. to impose too much. Right. Short I understand. Notice. Yeah. Um, but but even so, it's just a hit piece, and I don't need to get him angry over this piece either any more than he was probably right. angry. Um, and this article and this article has six figures in views. Man, you know uh, when you see that, how many people are getting misinformation? It just drives me crazy, and. You know what? What they, these guys are are actually, as I like to say, not so bright side. Mm. Um, you know, and that's the actually, you know, and there it is. They have like this big building. Oh, Wallace Brothers Logging Company. They failed the state that Ray Wallace was nowhere in the state at the time. He was back in his home state, yeah. Oregon. Um, you know, it, it's very, very disingenuous and hit pieces. Um, and we're going to get into the reasons why it's so easy to make hit pieces on Bigfoot. Let's face it, it's easy to make hit pieces on everything. There's been talks about, um, you know, hit pieces. I, I mean, we see it now every day. Hit pieces on on politicians, hit pieces on vaccinations, hit pieces on whatever, UFOs, right. paranormal, everything. It's, you know, it's like this drive-by media bit here uh, is now spreading into these YouTuber critics or um, skeptics that, oh, we're going to do a video on, on Bigfoot. Why Bigfoot is fake? You know, like like they're, you know, please. <laughs> well, um, you know, on 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 that note, though, I mean, there are uh, uh, skeptics, uh, skeptic sites, supposed skeptic sites, and one of them used to be the J-Rep. It's now something International Skeptics Forum or something. And, uh, you know, a lot of those folks there are not really skeptics uh, because they already have their <laughs> mind made up about stuff. Well, and 
they'll 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 just shoot it down. You know, well, Bigfoot doesn't exist because one's not been proven to exist. Well, you know that's that's true in a way, but uh, you're supposed to have an open mind and you're supposed to look at evidence, uh, which means there could be something to it. You know, even if you 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 can't deny scientific evidence has not been brought forward, like there's nothing on the uh, in the DNA record. Uh, right. Well, <laughs> uh, you still got to be able to keep that open mind. Say, well, you know, some, somebody, people are seeing something. Uh, right. Something responsible for those sighting reports. There's something responsible for those tracks. Right. Um, yeah. You know. And it, it's either one of three things a known animal, a hoaxer, or a unknown animal. An unknown. One, right. one of the three. Um, you know, and you have to use critical thinking and, uh, well, I'll give you a good example. Um, this comment that was made in regards to some sightings by, um, you know, respectable people such as myself. And the person said, I think there are a lot of good, intelligent, honest people who think they saw Bigfoot and really believe it when they tell you about it, but they, uh, but still are wrong. That's not a critical thinker there. That is not a critical thinker. That is a person with bias. And if they're going to come from that, from that angle, you know, no matter how much they say they're a critical thinker, they're not, they're biased. And that's their own confirmation bias shooting right there because everything is supposed to be taken on a case by case basis, which it is not obviously by that particular drive by comment. Well, what that statement says to me is, this person is saying, you know, okay, they're honest people that actually believe they saw a Bigfoot, but in reality, nobody saw a Bigfoot because Bigfoot doesn't right. exist. Right. You know? Exactly. And, you know, you can't get past the fact that some people may have actually seen a bear stand up on its hind legs and walk away and think they saw a Bigfoot. That's true. You know, there's a lot of been a lot of mistaken identities. Yeah, absolutely. But, Not saying that, but but just to shoot down everybody else. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> now, a couple of people have wandered in here. We got Brian and Chewy go hiking. Hello, hey, Brian. Brian. Welcome. Charlie Wonton in the house. Hello, Charlie. Welcome. Grasshoppers in the house says, "Great, I click on the link. YouTube comes up with an ad for manscaping." <laughs> <laughs> and guess who it is? It's Mr. Mick. Man, welcome, bud. Sci-fi. There he is. Good to see you. So, yep. And yeah, it says, yeah, it does sound strange that Ray Wallace's demeaning wife was alleged to be in the Sasquatch suit of the Patterson Gimlin film. Oh, well, Uh, yes. I've read that somewhere and laughed it off. Uh, There's no way. I mean, you know, I've seen pictures of Mrs. Wallace and she wasn't that bulky. (laughs) <laughs> but you know and she and she was she was no miss california either i'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to say it i oh, i no. think i just caused chris a, a, a oh, minor heart me, attack there. Uh, i didn't want to i don't want i didn't want to say that uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not one to talk about someone's looks but uh, well, that's why I sit in the big okay. boy chair here. I, I, I take the heat for the shots I take. Now, we got to We got to look at the reality here, though. When Ray Wallace passed away, uh, his wife did show some stompers that he had made 
and he had done a little <laughs> trickster work. Okay. And there's evidence of that in the uh, what was the Blue Mountain tracks. Blue Mountain tracks. Yep. Yeah, the Blue Mountain tracks, which we have, uh, there's good photographic evidence of those tracks. Yep. And you can see one of the stompers that he had made. And he had really, he had hand carved these things, whittled them out, shaped them. He did a really fine job. Now, he was probably a great hoaxer, okay? and But he did for sure hoax those Blue Mountain tracks. Yeah, let me pull those up. Uh-huh, yeah. And that's the nephew, who, by the way, found yeah. the tracks, found yeah. the casts, and yeah. uh, but was not involved in making any of them. Right. <laughs> Which the one that, that, that hit piece says he was. The one that, that he's holding in his right hand is the one that identified. You see that scar along the his fingertips yeah. where he's holding it? Right that's what's identified on, on the ground in right. the, the cast. Yeah, was he in on everything? No, 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 no. I don't even think he was in on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not really that much about, but that's what I have on on Wallace in the quick queue here that I could manage to pull well, up real fast. You see, when Ray died, you know that's when that English. Uh, thing came out and the guy said oh yeah the man that yeah. that did the uh the patterson gimlin film is dead you know and uh it was all a hoax you know and how they 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 put ray wallace in with patty i have no idea <laughs> no i i'm not calling her a battle axe i'm just saying you know she's uh from what pretty. i thought she i'm saying a, she's, she's a pretty small woman not so much oh. She's a small woman, I thought. You know, I, there's no I don't way know. She's Tr in. Truthfully, I, in truth, I've never seen Mrs. Wallace. Mm. Well, I just saw the the video where after Ray had died, you know, the the news story right, where she's, uh, uh, I think she was holding up some uh, items that he had made, and they might even showed some gloves, uh, where he was starting to work on a suit. Right. You know, a gorilla, maybe gorilla gloves. I don't know. We know how those gorilla gloves glow. They show up anywhere, don't they, Steve? Yeah, like in uh, <laughs> Todd Standing's uh, backseat. <laughs> so let's 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 just finish up on this comment here. So again, what happens is is, and this comes from critical uh, criticalthinking.org, which basically says critical thinking varies according to the motivation underlying it. When grounded in selfish motives, it is often manifested in the skillful manipulation of ideas in service of one's own or one's group's vested interest. Yeah. So if the vested interest is Bigfoot is not real, right. they are going to yeah. use the banner of critical thinking yes. to... To uh, to muddy the waters per se, yes. as as a typically as such it is typically in intellectually flawed, however pragmatically successful it might be. In other words, saying no matter how flawed it may be, critical thinking when applied to even a bias can sound legitimate. Yeah, and and the bottom line is this: every Bigfoot sighting, every Bigfoot sighting, needs to be needs to be investigated with zero bias right 
Okay. That's it. Possibility Bigfoot exists. Possibility it. it doesn't. See, that's that's yeah. the problem with being a skeptic. Okay. You're skeptical of uh of new evidence and you have to really sort through and find out what's real and, and what's maybe you know imagined. Uh but you know <laughs> To be a well, skeptic, you've got to be willing to sort can, you, through that evidence. You can't but, just have somebody come up to you and say, "Hey, man, I had a Bigfoot sighting," and then you you tell them, "No, you didn't," well, because you, Bigfoot doesn't exist. We are we are using the wrong term. Yeah, that is not a skeptic, Chris. A person no, it's who, not who says Bigfoot does not exist. That's a uh, the same Satirist. as the person that uh, a knower. That's another knower right there. Bigfoot does not exist. Oh, you're a knower. Because a satirist, uh, no, no, a knower. You know that that's something they like throwing at us. Oh, they're not, they're they're not a bigfoot researcher. They're a knower. They're not a bigfoot believer. They're a knower. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. you know what? I, I don't particularly make those blanket statements that hey, bigfoot exists. Mm. I believe they exist because I've had my own experiences that I'm not going to blankly force you or force that person to believe it exists. Right. I just, exactly. here's the real evidence and here's the real story behind it. Yes. We want to get, I like the full encompassing story. Hey, you know what? Yes. Ray Wallace did fake tracks. Did he fake the ones at that Jerry crew had found? I don't know, but the cast that Jerry crew have looked nothing like the stompers that no. his nephew found in the garage. Exactly. Right. Did I see a Sasquatch? Let's go back to that comment. Yes, I did. And, and guess what? I saw it with my own eyes and yeah. I know what a bear looks like. And I'm not predisposed to say every animal in the woods is a Bigfoot. Guess what? I've seen deer. I've seen fisher cats i've seen porcupine let's not get into porcupine gate again i've seen a porcupine climb a tree i didn't say it was a sasquatch let me go on record right there so what i guess i'm getting at is this is that you can be have confirmation bias on both sides of the fence that is something skeptics do not want to acknowledge they don't want to acknowledge that they can have their own confirmation bias too, that nothing is as Asquatch. Right. So that is, uh, well, you know, when you get into the, the and, and the I agree, Mick, 100%. I think every honest proponent of Sasquatch must be a skeptic at yeah. heart. It's cynicism. That's intellectually dishonest. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. I can't, I look at every single thing with an open book when i talk to a witness that says he had seen something and i know there's it's a few years ago there's not going to be much more you know i have to run the gamut i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he saw a sasquatch or she saw a sasquatch but if it's a recent sighting and there's evidence to contradict that let me right. give you two examples let me give you a really good example there were two young boys that had a sighting in whitehall said they had seen this thing and yada 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 well, as we start looking around the area, we find black bear scat. Yeah. So could this have been a black bear standing up looking at them? They're young, could have scat. Absolutely. This could have been one of those. Infant there was bear awesome. scat there yeah. to prove it. Now, conversely, a person like Joe Rogan, who believes that every, you know, every Bigfoot sighting now is also 
uh, because he felt that the people he was talking to were not being honest. Haven't we said this before, that the people, a lot of the people that have these Bigfoot sightings want to belong to a special club? Yeah. But yeah. one of the things that really shook him was this. Talking about Les Stroud and how, oh, yeah, he's the survivor man. Oh, doing this. But then he hooks up with this wacky guy that, that you know, even the people in, in the Bigfoot research community call him out on his BS. Right. And But yet he goes around and, you know, they show the, the, these pictures. And this is Joe Rogan stating us saying that are obviously masks or whatever. And then they say, you be the judge. Well, I, we are being the judge. It's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> but that's part of this horrible narrative well, that, the thing that too, is being stolen from us because of maneuvers like that. Yeah. You know, where and, and 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 we're going to get into this in a little bit too about what is the root causes of the narrative being destroyed. Right. I mean, the narrative is is the real narrative is that people have had legitimate sightings. And when I say legitimate means they have seen something and are being truthful and that needs to be investigated. And that in a lot of the investigations, some researchers have found some corroborative evidence. But again, corroborative evidence doesn't mean physical right. evidence, right. nor does it mean uh, circumstantial evidence. What I'm saying is corroborative evidence, evidence like, oh, yeah, something did come very big and went through here. There's no signs of any ungulate track, stuff like that. Right. That's what needs to be done. There are several levels of different evidence, corroborative, circumstantial and, of course, physical evidence. Now, people ask me all the time, what is witness testimony? It's not circumstantial. It's what we call direct evidence. That is direct evidence. That's why when the person goes on the stand, they call it direct testimony. Now, right. again, we all know that human testimony can be flawed. You could have five people say the same guy steal, uh, you know, rob a bank. And they'll have five different descriptions. Maybe right. a couple of them, you know, have them going this way or that way. Right. Because everybody's perspective has a little bit of a change. But. But. Um, the one thing that's for certain is, is that that was the bank robber. Right. <laughs> right? right. People want people want to hit. Oh, well, people's testimony is blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but they've all said they saw the bank robber. And, and rest assured, the physical evidence shows that the bank did get robbed. So <coughs> you, have, well, you have three people have a Bigfoot sighting, right, which happened in Whitehall. And they all say, they all describe something very similar, which they should be. There should be differences. Yeah. You know? Like I watched Point one video. I watched one video that, that condemned the Patterson Gimlin film, the bald guy, the bald English guy. He condemned them because over the years they have changed the height. Well, as a good investigator, I know that over time, time, space, distance, right. height, weight tends to change in one's mind sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that's very common. So he's using something that's very common as a, an excuse. Right. Yeah. To, to yeah. say it's not real. That is the problem. We have uneducated people that are become are these critics that are putting this stuff out here. who haven't done any of their due diligence. It's just a hit piece. Well, yeah, too. And before we get too far away from it, though, when uh, when Les Stroud had Todd standing on his Bigfoot shows, he did put out a little disclaimer saying, look, there are a lot of people that say, you know, some of Todd's stuff is questionable, you know. 
Uh, he put out a little disclaimer there saying that not everybody agrees that Todd Standing's work is, you know, on the up and up. So it's not like he put him out as saying, yes, this is the all uh, go-to, the go-to guy for Bigfoot evidence. You know, no, he didn't do that. But uh, Les Stroud's encounter he had was uh, a little interesting. I mean, I know you've heard it before, Steve. We talked about the, uh, the noise here. There's a couple uh, one, him and his wife were, were camping, mm -hmm. and something came walking through the woods. Right. And the other one, I think, was in Alaska, uh, which he actually had some footage of that. It was pretty interesting. Not not of the Bigfoot, but he had some footage of his reaction when he heard something blow at him through the <laughs> – or snort at him through the brush. And that was pretty cool. <laughs> now, Mick, I do not condone – violence whatsoever <laughs> no because no. like i said i i don't hate todd standing no i don't no, hate him not at all I, I have no animosity i don't want to beat him up i don't want to do nothing of the sort no 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 not at all this is all mental chest stuff like you want to put something out i'll come back i'll combat that that's not a problem but you know why yeah. just you know why, why do you got to be you know why do you got to be a bag? Why, why not just, you know, why do you got to be a tool bag? Just be honest for crying out loud. Be yeah. honest. Why you want to have uh, gorilla hands laying in your truck, you know, and then uh, a couple of months later come out with a Bigfoot hand video. Why, why do you want to do that? Yeah. Well, you know, well, don't, that's uh, neither, that's neither, but that's part of the problem too. Yeah. Is this, this affinity to uh, the media loves, big stories and what it is um <laughs> yeah but God, thank you. he yeah, might Mom. hate me but he's got no reason to hate me other than the fact i've peed in his cheerios a couple of times um but so be it oh um, man i don't i don't hate anybody um you know if if i'm driving down the road and i saw you know standing on the side of the road with a flat tire at the very least, I would throw the, I would throw a tire jack at him as I drove by. <laughs> very least. Well, you know, if you're going to get that close to a Bigfoot on a routine basis, why don't you just take a dart gun with you and a sedative and, and sedate him and then take a few hair samples and a little blood sample, you know, and then he wakes why, up. Why, oh, his... oh, we're talking about a Sasquatch. That's what we're talking about, Todd Standing. <laughs> Yes, we're going to take a few beard samples. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, and Sherry, Sherry's absolutely right. <laughs> Sherry, who knows me? Yeah. You know, you would stop and help. Yeah, yeah. I probably would. Yeah. You know, and, and that's me. Not because, uh, <laughs> and it, it's probably true. Hey, that, that's Todd's. Oh, he's got a flat tire. Well, let me go help yeah. him. That yeah. would be me. Yeah. That would be me, you know. Um <laughs> wouldn't tell him who i was till after we left though <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of hard for me to roll up on somebody and not know who i am anymore well yeah i've got that's why i kind of like i like to stay on the down low you know I, I didn't really i don't care having my face out on the on the show you know but you know that's something we had to do because of the squatch d tv you know that uh, I wonder if he has a dartboard of me in, in a, you know, with my, 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, getting back to our story of how the real narrative of Bigfoot is lost. And you see, as always, the chat room puts me in a great mood. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Um, so how... Uh, Oh, that's true. Why don't we, you know, that's a great idea, Bob. Why don't we send Todd Standing Chris Noel's porcupine? Well, I think that would be a great idea. Yeah. Now, anytime we point out anything that these guys have done or, or their work, uh, their research, it, it's not, it's not a, not a stab at them. You know, we don't really, not nothing personal. It's just, you know, Oh, the dude put out a, 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 tree, a porcupine climbing a tree. That's what it is, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when it comes to, to, to Todd, though, uh, you, know, it, yeah. you know, it is a stab at him because he's continuously perfect. You know, like I say, I, I will say this. I think, you know, the porcupine situation is there's a guy. He, he has a very high opinion of himself, and he believes it's a Sasquatch. And, and damn it, he's not listening to anybody else because he's the smartest one in the room. That's right. his issue. Yeah. So is he hoaxing? No. He's just being a bit of, pardon the expression, he's being a bit of a twat, as <laughs> I, I would call him. Um, you know, he he's, you know, doing the same thing Standing does. But, see, Standing has a totally different motive. It's about popularity. It's about getting on TV shows. It's about charging $3,000 for an expedition. It's about what he does. Um, and, and it's about getting, you know, his face on TV and making money from it. <clears throat> so th there's a distinct difference between a Todd Standing and a and Christian Well. And even though I, I kind of poke fun at that, uh, there is a distinct difference. There's a distinct difference between, you know, a Scott Carpenter and Chris Noel versus a, a Todd Standing or a Tom, uh, you know, Tom Biscardi or anything like wow. that. There's a big difference between that. You know, they, we have these guys stuck with, with these very bad pseudoscience and some very bad stuff that are trying to say it's real. That hurts the narrative. Trust me, that's part of the problem. And then we have the other, the other part of this, uh, this pie. Another slice of the pie is people like Todd Standing and the Biscardis that are promoting hoaxes, and and that's exactly what it is. Is you know whether he's a hoaxer himself or promoting a hoax, all the same difference. Because what happens is when Todd Standing creates a hoax, he goes around and promotes it. So right. then you have the these situations where you have people promoting these hoaxes. You have the other group that's promoting this really junk science. Uh, oh, look at the, look at the, you know, look at the, 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 the tree stump behind me. And, you know, then you have these other, I just saw one today. It's like, here's this video of a Sasquatch, you know, and watch how its face is appearing in the tree. And all I'm seeing is a tree. <laughs> And they go, well, I hope you all saw that. And, of course, the folks <clears throat> are like, oh, yeah, that was amazing. Oh, my goodness. That's wonderful. Uh, Part I of the problem there, folks, because yeah. you're showing them nothing. I yeah. saw a video not too that's, long ago. That's the other slice of the pie is the woohoos. That yeah. doesn't help things. The cloaking Sasquatch. You know, I watched this yeah. video. It's like leaves. I'm like, okay, where's the Sasquatch? And when is he going to cloak? You know, I guess maybe they're showing after the fact or something. It was the cloaking Sasquatch, or I don't know. Maybe they're just doing it for hits on a video or something. <laughs> no, you know what it is, and, and that's where Joe Rogan is right. 
there is that slice of people yes want to feel so special and belong and be at the top of the food chain and yeah. say look at look at all this stuff uh, all this evidence look at all these tree bakes look at all these glyphs what where's the, show me the monkey show yeah. me the monkey right you have so much show me the monkey that's yeah. why we are starting to get laughed on because guess who the media goes to not to the boring folks yeah. like, like last week great show we had a lot of fun not the most exciting couple of things happened not the most exciting but to me it's hey we're all camping together we we take everybody with us hey we're out here let's have some fun let's yeah. have a few laughs let's talk bigfoot let's listen let's do that just like any other real life expedition with the exception of we we do a little more lighting stuff because we need to to obviously, you know, get you guys interested in the, in the camera, the remote camera and stuff like that. Usually I stealth around in complete darkness or red light and very low light. But, um, you know, you have these slices of the pie that are building the narrative. Because guess who's guess who the media is paying attention? The carnival barkers. Yeah, they're not paying attention to the to the, the scientists doing the work. They're not paying attention to the, the serious researchers doing the work or the quiet researchers doing the work, right? They're paying attention to the carnival burgers, the people, the people that say, oh, I got Bigfoot all over my property, 5,000 ones right over here. There's 20 over there. and There's another clan over there, and they all come down and ask for garlic, and then the, I can hear them hooping and hollering, and, but, but nothing ever comes One that right gets me, too, the Bigfoot shaking the tree that's wearing blue jeans and snow boots. Ah, yeah, you know? well, that's that's part of the 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 uh, the standing Biscardi Right. You know, dire group that that's yeah. all right there. That's that's that other slice of the pie. The Squatch Master group, the Sasquatch Ontario group, they all are part of that pie. So, so there's nothing uh, wrong with being skeptical. Matter of fact, I highly recommend it. Yep. Uh, then you have people like, you know, there's this big conference, and or well, actually, there's only about 25 people left from what I heard, but there's this conference and. This guy, this famous Russian, has a Bigfoot call in. You know that doesn't help us. Again, that goes to that other yeah. slice of the pie, the 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 the, the, the side of the pie that everybody pays attention. So then you and then you have that other piece of the pie, which is the the drive by YouTuber media that now wants to sit there and make up stories or get the story wrong, but really don't care. They're just going to put it out there, yeah. bang, 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 bang. If I get something wrong, I'll be the first one to freaking correct it. And I've proven that. Yeah. I have proven that. Right? I can be wrong. But Dude. none of these people will ever admit one cheaty thing that they're ever wrong. That's that's the trick there. And okay. that is another problem is right. how the narrative is lost, refusing to admit when you're wrong. If you speak, the uh, Steve and uh, uh, Leo covered this uh, Bigfoot Okanagan uh, when they were on the show. When you when you're talking to those people that can never be wrong, okay, they won't even consider the possibility that they're wrong. You know, that's not exactly the most intelligent way of doing things. You know, because no matter how sure you are, you always got to think in the back of your mind. Well, uh, maybe I could be mistaken. You know. And if you are wrong, admit it quickly and emphatically. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I messed up. I'm wrong. I, uh, I thought this was this, and it wasn't. I'm wrong. Yeah. And what's it going to hurt? You know, you're, you're admitting you're human. But those people cannot admit 
any mistake, any wrong. No, no. I'm also going to say <laughs> Grasshopper says, I'm always right unless I'm wrong. Yeah. That's right. Correct. <laughs> I thought I was wrong. I thought I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. <laughs> what is uh, wrong with being wrong? Okay. If you're wrong and you admit it, okay, great. Yeah. Enough said. Uh, <clears throat> if you're wrong and never admit it, like my wife, you know, I don't, she gets by with it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Ah, Graf says, I prefer the words correct and incorrect. Right and wrong can be subjective. Yeah. yeah. I understand that. But now we're, now as a great leader of mine once said, is now we're just talking semantics. Yeah, it's just we tomato, right tomato and, and tomatoes. Tomato. Yeah, to tomatoes and tomatoes. Tomato and tomato. Tomato. <laughs> tomato. Yes, tomato. Tomato. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's just some of the parts of the pie. Now, where is the other part of the pie? I'm gonna, and this is what's really gonna stir people is Hollywood. Hollywood is a huge problem with the pie. You want to know why we lost the narrative? Because Hollywood is always trying to make this exciting. Yeah, and when you make it exciting. <laughs> it leads to chicanery. Um, it leads to hoaxing by people that may have been hoodwinked into hoaxing. Hmm. You know, I'm stuck now. What oh. am I going to do? <laughs> right? Right. Are or, we going somewhere with this, Steve? Or? No, no, no. no <laughs> okay, no. okay, okay. But wait, what I'm saying is, is, is that, you know, people watch these shows that really lead to mountains of excitement that lead to nothing. Right. And I'm sorry, Oak Island, you know, I'll give you a good example, The Curse of Oak Island. First couple of seasons were really pretty interesting. I'm pretty freaking bored with the show. You know, because all, all you do is now is see, oh, we have this amazing find. Hey, look, I found a nail. Yeah. You know, it's a big whoop. Well, look at the impor historical importance to this. Yeah, okay. All right. So, but they make it so exciting. Oh, a great find. No, you know, they can't tell us the truth. They got to build it, build it, build it, build it, build it. And then you're let down. So guess what? <laughs> you know, aside from people in the Bigfoot world, who the F watches any of the Bigfoot shows? Because it's nothing but all this build up to be disappointed yet again. Right? Right. You know, um, you know, uh, that is part of the problem too. And then you have shows, no offense taken, you can love the show or what, but, but then you have people, you know, instead of saying, you know, they should just come out and say, hey, Mountain Monsters is not real. Yeah. But they let it fly like it is. Right. Right. And, you know, the guys will tell you it's not real. You know, that's part of the show. But the show itself won't. Yeah. And then there's actually a sliver of people, including YouTubers, because I've seen the review videos that think that this is true. And yeah. this and that they represent what the Sasquatch community does. Yeah. You know, and Mountain Monsters was good. It's fun to watch good entertainment. You know, they did do an episode about 
uh, Mammoth Cave. And I watched the episode and I thought, that's funny. When were they here? Because, okay, you know, usually I would have heard about this. You know, <laughs> uh, Mountain Monsters is going to be here, you know, next week. You know, I would have heard about this. So I started doing some research in there and found out they filmed their entire episode in, uh, I think it was West Virginia. <laughs> it was supposed to have been in Mammoth Cave, Kentucky. They filmed the whole thing in West Virginia. Okay. But I still, I, I knew that their 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 show was entertainment, okay? It, it's, it's basically made up, okay? But uh, still, if they were going to come here to film, I would have liked to say hello. You know, um, hey I, may, I, I may say this to hurt some feelings hmm. and it may hurt some feelings. It may cause some bad feelings, but you could tell people's motivations a few years back mm -hmm. when the, you know, $1 million Bigfoot bounty came out. Right. Yeah. Who was on that show? Yeah. So what, yeah. what, and where are they today? Yeah. You know, no offense, but a lot of those, we have one, one guy out there who doesn't even believe in Bigfoot, and he makes a, a now a, a hobby of of making fun of people. Right. Um, there comes a time when a little much is much. Um, <clears throat> you know, and, and you know, you came into it. Oh, I believe, I believe, and then all of a sudden you turn. Funny thing is, that's the same reason that comment came out of a, a very similar kind of person that came into it as a believer and then all of a sudden just turned on everybody okay yeah. fine whatever just go away if you don't believe anymore go away no offense but you know it, it, this is why the real narrative being lost right um and maybe it's just I, 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 i'm just speaking i'm just speaking from the cuff if, if people's feelings are hurt i apologize but well, maybe some guys get into this and maybe they had a sighting or they haven't had a sighting yet or they hadn't found any uh, credible evidence. And, you know, it, it it really does take a lot of guts to be in, into it for the long haul, Steve, because, you know, as well as I do, I haven't had a sighting since 2010. Right. Well, I was That's me, 11 years ago, dude. Let, let me make this clear. I was approached by the the bigfoot bounty show yeah yeah and remember i was thinking about teaming with you but then they had told me something i was like what uh -oh. Ooh, no 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 you know it, you're gonna send us into the field to, to find bigfoot evidence like where's the bigfoot evidence come from well um well some of it we will probably manufacture ourselves uh, that's it i'm uh, done goodbye uh, done not done. doing that done <laughs> And that's why, boom, I'm like, no, no, thank you. Not interested anymore. Have a nice day. They actually came out to my house and filmed me at my house. And I was like, nope. When I, when I heard that, I'm like, no, no, I, I don't like the integrity of this thing. So I've well, done TV. Know, I've done TV before. And guess what? I always ask the questions up front, this, that, the other thing, other thing, other thing. When, yeah, you don't, you don't want to, have to be put in the category of being a hoaxer. Right. You know? uh, or a bullshit <laughs> artist or any of that. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I've been on plenty of, of shoots, especially uh, where, you know, they'll ask me to say something, but I'll say, I can't say it like that because it's not right. factual. Right. And then they would always turn around. Well, how about you say something that is factual close to that? 
Okay, yeah. I will, and I would. And what I said was factual. Yeah. Right. May not be the, the smoking gun they're looking for, but and it gets in the show. Um. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, exactly. It's Hollywood cookie cutter editing. Well, it's uh See, when you do a TV series, see, when you do a documentary, you can have a little bit of excitement build for the ending. <coughs> um, yeah. Even if it's just, yes, we're, we found this and we're going to analyze it. Okay. Yeah. That's that's all one fine and dandy. TV shows need to keep the viewer watching for the next episode, the next episode, the next episode, the next episode. And you can get burned, too, in that editing deal because... Uh, they might film your segment and then that's it. Your segment is just part of this whole documentary and ended up the documentary right. was supporting somebody that hoaxes. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you a great, I'll give you a great example of an edit that I got was the truth behind the Loch Ness monster. Um, and, and thankfully they played my exact quote later on in the film, but for the beginning they said, this is, you know, this is something, uh, something, this is grade A technology and we're going to get it. No, what I said was, this is grade A technology and with any luck, we're going to get it. Right. But they took right. with any luck out for yeah. that little bit. Now, I understand timing, but you know why they did that. They built it up like, oh, yeah, we're going to. Yes. I get they, that. You watch to the end, you're going right. to see the lock. But, but in, in the show, they at least put my entire quote. Right. So I, I grant them that, that, okay, that was a fair edit. Try to build yeah. up some excitement. That's fair. It wasn't yeah. used disingenuously. Right. But if they had put that in there in the middle and did not give me the full quote, I went a little bit pissed off. Right. It sounds like I'm like, woohoo. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I, this is great A technology. And if this works, we're going to get it or something right. to that effect. It wasn't. <laughs> no, I don't look like Wild Bill from Mountain Monsters. <laughs> Hoo-yah. <laughs> anyway, uh, hoorah. Oh, yeah. I, I loved that show. I did. I used to watch it all the time. I haven't watched it in years now, but I used to watch it all the time. And uh, my favorite episode was the one they did, the Ohio Grassman, where uh, I don't know what his name was, the, the heavyset shorter guy. We're going to get, around Buck, the, yeah. We're gonna get the Grassman. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, he, and, I, and I get that. And if you watch it from the aspect of knowing that this is just a show and it's yes. phony, you'll get a few laughs, yes. and that's it. Yes. But if you're looking at it from a research standpoint, you're going to get frustrated as hell. So right. I never recommend to do that. Right. Any program you can watch is is fine and dandy. Is you know, you know the the expedition Bigfoot thing. Uh, you know that's so god dang disingenuous. Um. Because, you know, I stopped watching after season one because of all of the stuff I was seeing. And it was so disingenuous, you know, yeah. and to me, it just ruins it. It's like you're trying to put this out as something serious and you obviously realizing that it's not anymore. Right. You know, that there's these little things that are like, hmm, um, you know, and I do the same with all documentaries now or any TV show, you know, Ghost Hunters, you know. Like, like, you know, when they come in, oh, and, and you know, they here's the camera crew shooting from that side of the house. So it's it's how how authentic is that? They've already set the scene. So yeah. nothing you see is hardly anything you see is spontaneous. Yeah. Now, there are some very well documentaries that are done that are spontaneous. Um, 
or have elements of being spontaneous within him wrapped up in it yeah and and that's why but you know it's like you watch there was a show killing bigfoot that was on very clearly this was all you know all the scenes were set and staged set and staged set and staged now allegedly they were based on real events but they were set and staged to me that's again it has an air of disingenuousness when you do it that way that's you know So, I yeah, there's no shortage of uh stuff to watch on uh YouTube and uh even Prime, you know, Amazon Prime Video, they've got a lot of documentaries on there for, about Bigfoot. Some of them are pretty decent, you know, and some of them are well, let me say most of them are not, but some of them are pretty decent, yeah. But, but what's not decent about them is it that they're way out in left field or is the quality not the greatest? Well, like you know, the video, I, the video I quality or the audio. Yeah. I give everybody, you know, a, a pass on the quality of their filming and audio. Uh, what I what I look at is content because I know, you know, not everybody's got a million dollar budget for, you know, million dollar cameras and stuff like that and audio processing equipment. But, you know, some of the stuff is kind of out there. Um I don't want to. I don't want to say uh, specifics because it might point to a different one. Like, uh, don't want to mention Bigfoot Girl. Or... <laughs> it's just not for me. Okay. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people might enjoy it, but not, not. I didn't. You know, I kind of, I kind of look at it this way. There, there are, um, there are programs out there. Uh, I, I don't take, hey, if they're getting the meat of the matter out there and it's legit and it's, you know, yeah. okay, you know, they're they're recalling, they're talking to some witnesses and stuff like right. that. That's all great. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, now, Mick, now you're being insulting. <laughs> uh, let's not even mention that. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, the narrative has been, is lost, not because of anybody that's been doing the hard work. It's been because of all, you know, the attention paid to the, uh, to all this other stuff. This all nonsense. That's, yeah. that's, that's the reason why, um, you know, you look at certain certain efforts like the Olympic Project, the Bluff Creek Project. Um, there's stuff going down in Texas uh, with the uh, uh, what is it, the Sasquatch Inquisition Project? I guess they're calling it the uh, the yeah. the um, the uh, Relic Hominid Project by uh, Dr. Meldrum. Um, you know, there's some really really good good stuff. Um, you know, then you have the junk science that that's ruined it, like the Ketchum project or, you know, the Erickson project, which eventually was sounding like it was going to be a good deal, but it turned out to be horrendous. And that's yeah. why you've never seen it, yeah. you know, um, you know, because they fell in line with the Scott Carpenters, the Melba Ketchums and, the you know probably the Krishna Wells of the world that, that want to espouse this junk stuff. And sorry if I'm throwing names out there, folks. That's, I'm not pulling any punches today. Let's be real about this. 
Well, <clears throat> that that could have been a thing to where they were a little embarrassed to be uh, to be hoodwinked and had by some locals with a a, a hair colored Wookie costume. You know, uh, mm-hmm. more than likely. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, you know, I wonder, I wonder, you know, that contact, (laughs) I wonder if he would have like hands on the costume that was used. Remember Matilda? Oh yeah. No, that came, that came from Canada, Matilda. I'm wondering. Matilda came from Canada, I believe. Are you sure? I am pretty sure. The one sleeping? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was. But either way, uh, Wookie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, good God! And then there was the pancake eater. That happened in Crittenden with yeah, the pancake I, eater. I, you know, I've got those. Well, had those videos somewhere. And uh, how can you make anything out of that? I don't know. How you you've seen what I'm talking about, right? Right. Absolutely. Um. This was like a like a I don't know what you would call it a little person Bigfoot or something. Or, uh, <coughs> I don't want to say dwarf, uh, but it's very small in statue uh, statue. I I, I don't, but anyway um eh. yeah Fake. yeah <laughs> it, it's all and you know we and you know that was the other thing too is that we banked. And that was another reason why we lost the narrative is because for years we banked on those two projects between 2008, 2007 through 2013. We all banked on the Erickson project and the Ketchum study and everything went to crap fast. Why? Because the infiltration of some of these folks that espouse these crazy, well, I'm not going to say crazy, but espouse these non-traditional pseudo-scientifical ideas um into the 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 studies and these projects and i'm sure that dismayed the actual scientists on the erickson project um i'm sure they had some experiences that were legit but in no way did they make the um in no way did they ever make the uh, the cut to the film. I'm sure. Well, yeah, you know, they... Steve, maybe uh, you know, with Erickson bankrolling that project, I don't think there was any shortage of people coming out of the woodwork to collect money to help along to help move that along. And right I'm not there. saying that every one of the researchers uh, did something questionable, but I think maybe some of them did. Uh, and um, um, you know, no offense to anybody hey, worked on that. Hey, there, there is no, there is no doubt that the original owners of the house in Crittenden were money hungry. Yeah, no doubt whatsoever. Yeah, uh, incredible story behind Fact. that. And <laughs> yeah. we got the inside uh, info on a lot of that. Yeah, and, and then again, you, you know, was the Erickson project? You know, is Adrian Erickson completely to blame for that? Well, you know, I always believe that, hey, the buck stops at the top, you know. So, yes, well, he is to blame for that. But I disagree. I don't think he is. I don't think he's to blame for it. I think he was just had. That's what I think. That's right, Joe. I did say scientifical. 
Uh, I, I'm speaking my New York ease right now. When I, when I get on a roll, <laughs> I tend to speak New Yorker. Yeah. Um, I put the uh, radiator in the car. Nikki asked, <laughs> how did J.C. Johnson get involved with that whole thing in the Ketchum Project? And, uh, well, I guess he had that toenail um, that came uh, from the Four Corners area. And the toenail the skunk, got... Huh? Skunk in the pipe. DNA. Skunk in the pipe. That's yeah. right. That yeah. is correct. Not the toenail. But yeah. He had uh, some blood that was, you know, so that's how he got involved. And that sample got mm-hmm. got taken away. There was blood in a pipe. And they believed he submitted was, a sample. That's, submitted that's the only way JC yeah. was ever involved with it. He had a sample. He said, I think this might be Bigfoot related. And Ketchum got it. So I'm sure, you know. Well, he's nothing, not here to. Yeah, that, he's not here to exactly speak for right. himself. That's but it's right. kind of funny watching him at that press conference that that year. He didn't yeah. say very much. He was very quiet, and he didn't look very happy. Right. That much I know. JC yeah. was one of those guys that would never say a bad thing normally about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Stand up guy. Stand Always up, yeah. was. Yeah. 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 He uh, he had a sample that he had submitted. That's how his involvement in there and. And uh, that was, yeah, that's all I would say. JC, JC's involvement was limited to submitting the sample. And he may have been at, at, at a couple of press conferences because JC, if you didn't know him, he was a talker. I mean, he, he had a very good voice. Uh, he was, he was very, uh, very well rehearsed. Uh, you know, he could talk from the hip and sounded rehearsed. You know, he is a yeah. great guy. I miss him. Missing so much. No longer with us. Man. I think he's got a lovely daughter too. Um, good guy. Um, out there on some of the things he believed in, but hey, you know what? He didn't ever hurt anybody. Um, yeah. And he truly believed what he was saying. Yes. However, there is a certain, uh, you know, guy in, in, in Florida, and this is also part of the problem. Who makes films? Who now likes to badmouth everybody, except you know? Except he decides to go off with you know the guy on the West Coast, but mm. now he has a dispute with him. What a surprise! Wow. What a surprise! Because you know what? People have had disputes with this guy ever since he's gotten involved, and in he's bad news. Bad news. Bad news. Stay away. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Um, you know, and he oh, doesn't yeah. like it too bad. And there's a track record. Mick mentioned the Falcon Project. Yeah, that didn't that, that never got the off Falcon the ground. Project. Yeah, that's right. That never got off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, it did get a ground team, and uh, yeah, they, I, I hate to put this to people, but yeah, uh, there was a whole controversy over that. You know where yeah. where the money go. And, well, a um, lot of the ground team, yeah, they had to pay their own way to get they there. They got stranded, yeah. They had to pay their own way back. They told they were going to do yeah. this and do that. and Yeah, they had. To, I think they also had to bring their own food in the field. Now, there was, uh, used to be when we was on the Bigfoot forums, there was a, a, a thread uh, on that. I'm not sure if it's still there or not because I haven't looked in a while. But uh, that whole deal where they were doing the Falcon Project, is documented over there and some of the guys that from that forum went went and volunteered for the falcon project and they had to they were there on their own dime man i mean they they paid for everything i think they even paid for their food and stuff while they were there 
So that that's dedication. You got to take your hat off to them. And I think that's a case of, and, and see, with a lot of people don't understand is, you know, how many, Chris, you know me, how many pilots have I shot for TV series over the years? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think I've shot four. Okay. I don't Four. <clears throat> I've shot four. Right. And I think more what, than me. Right. And I, and I think what the case is in Hollywood is very selective as to the, the, the shows they want to do. And of course, maybe part of it's me being, for the lack of a better word, a dick about things. I'm not the, the guy that's going to say everything is a Bigfoot. I'm going to look at it very analytically. Right. Maybe that wasn't their cup of tea. And that's maybe why the shows didn't, you know, necessarily fetter out. Yeah. Um, what I well, think hap- what I think happened with the Falcon project is the same thing that happens when you shoot sizzle reels from every production company. Oh man, that was great. We got a show. We got a show. We're gonna be putting this out to the network next week. We got a show. You know, this is what we're gonna be off. You know, this is what right. this is what the tentative contract is gonna look like. We got a show, man. This is great stuff. We're gonna do it. And then what happens? Crickets. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Um, nothing. So well, then what, what I think happened with the Falcon Project is is that William Allen Barnes was told all that by the Hollywood guys. Oh, yeah, right. we got a show. We're going to be doing this. Yeah. We're going to be paying you that. All right, let's get, the te- let's get the team out here. Let's get in play. We should have an answer. We, we, we should know by next week. So he gets a team out there. A team goes in place, and then they call him back and say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Network wasn't interested. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Probably. Right. Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. Likely. But, but that is a likely scenario right. of what, what may have happened. Yeah. Because I know he was really looking for, for Hollywood money. And that was his big thing. He was talking to me about at the time. And what, what, what ends up happening is, is that Hollywood wasn't interested in the blimp or the team. Uh, because it was too scientific for them. It's great for a documentary, right? But not great for a TV series. And that's what I found out about myself. I'm not great for a TV series because I'm too effing analytical and not everything is a Bigfoot. That's what I found out. Well, a lot of time they probably want somebody to go um, along with the Terry Arnold mm-hmm. documentary. I'm not sure if I know that one. Uh, I don't know the carrier. Oh, uh, that's the guy that cut off his hand, or something. Uh, I don't know. I don't he got know. stuck. He fell. He fell. Uh, he was uh, cliff climbing or something, and or free hand, free hand climbing, and fell in a cliff. If it's the same one, he he got like stuck for so many hours, and he ended up having to cut his hand off to get yep. out. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Tim Fasana was. Uh, I miss him too. He was an okay guy, but he. Uh, I had to call him out on a couple things before too, and he admitted it. Like he manned up and admitted it, which is more than anybody else did. He kind of faked the website and started attacking himself, me, and some other people for whatever reason. He was attacking me, um, and when I called him on it, we actually ended up uh, becoming quite friendly to one another. Uh, yeah, he is kind of a wild card, and I think some of the stuff he brought on himself, but oh. I, I don't think he ever meant anything maliciously in his life. Uh, after talking to him and having some long conversations with him, but um, 
Uh, Bigfoot Odyssey. Maybe oh, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. 168 yeah. hours. Is this what it was? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I have to Google that, folks. I, uh, you know, I was thinking something else. I remember hearing something about it, but I don't remember it. It's been so long. Um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> there's just so much. Um, so I think that's all part of the, the pies that have really you know pull this narrative off that nobody is paying attention really you know i know seth breedlove has done a great job at paying attention to the people that are doing good stuff so at least that's one positive thing you know he visited, he visited oh. the olympic project he visited hey, you know it's a bigfoot documentary steve okay 168 hours what the heck was i thinking about well <laughs> that's a long documentary uh uh, what was the movie I was thinking about? About the guy that cut off his hand. Uh, I, I had to Google that now. What the heck? Oh gosh, who was in there? Poor, poor Chris. He's thinking about people cutting off appendages. Yeah, the the brain is is frozen. I have a computer here. Okay, they they went to try to film capture skunk ape proof. I don't know. So, oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Alex Petikoff has a great show as well. Oh, yep. got it. Got it. Got it. It was a hundred and two. I was thinking of 127 hours. That was the movie. It had uh, James Franco in it. 127 hours. My bad. That's right. I See, prefer, I prefer 60 minutes. I was wrong <laughs> and I admitted it. Ding. Wasn't that easy? <laughs> Wasn't there a show 13 hours also? Ah. <sighs> No comment. 24 and 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the 127 hours was the one with James Franco where he cut off his well, hand. Yes. Well, it was based you... on a true story, too. But 168 hey, hours. Hey, Chris. Yeah, bud. Chris, you know, <laughs> I, I, I did read the world's shortest book the other day. Uh, what was it? My Search for the Real Killers by O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. Uh, sorry. Oh, oh poor O.J. Uh, I'm just waiting for the chat to react to that one here in a few seconds. I'm <laughs> wait, waiting for the booze. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Sorry, uh, O.J. I'm sorry, O.J.? I apologize for that. You know, that's 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 too bad. Yeah. Hey, he did his time, man. Come on, you know. He didn't do his time for Nicole. Well, <laughs> he did a time for armed robbery with the. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I don't know. Oh, I'm skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start. We'll start a new day, debate topic about OJ. Did OJ do it? I don't think so. I don't think he did. I think uh, it was you know, I, I was kind of waffling on it, but then I saw how things uh, fettered out, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, here's the thing. You know, when when great things in history happen, everybody always remembers where they were at at that time. Like. You know, uh, you know, you talk to older people, 
not much older than me, but <laughs> a little older than me. Where were you at when JFK, you heard that JFK had been assassinated and they can tell you, oh yeah, I was at work and, uh, you know, or I was over in the cornfield and spraying some corn and I heard that on the radio. <laughs> uh, where were you, Steve, when, when uh, OJ was being uh, chased in the white Bronco? I was at work. Steve? everybody know just think everybody in, in the chat listen just think where were you when you first heard oj was being chased in the white bronco i i was at work and my boss called me up he said hey you seen the tv i might like, know better get on it i remember i was i was working uh running a uh bullard template turn machine at uh eaton axle division in glasgow kentucky and that came over the radio, and I was like, "Yeah." I, I also me. remember where I was during Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Bob asked an interesting. We we take Alec Baldwin bigfooting. Yes, I would. I would just give him sure. a can of bear mace, and that's about it. No problem. No weapons for him. No. 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 I wouldn't give weapons either to Dick Cheney. If I had Dick Cheney, no, me, would not go bird hunting with Dick no, Cheney. Do no. not go bird hunting with Dick Cheney. No. Um, I'm starting to wonder if Alec Baldwin framed OJ. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, dude, it's too early. It, it really is. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early. That's really that is a bad. Oh, Jeff asks, where were you during Porky Gates? <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, I forget. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, and welcome Jeff Harding, and uh, who else that came in? Yeah, oh, Jeff, welcome. Bushwhacking with Rooster. Hello, Bushwhacking with Rooster. Good <laughs> to see you. Name. Bushwhacking. Of course, with Bigfoot Rooster. New York. Todd's in the house too. Todd, uh, welcome. So everybody, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So I think that that that's Rooster. all. This stuff is really like, you know, I see some really good work being done out there, um, and there's a lot of other researchers that. That they do good work. Tim Stover does excellent work with his yes. uh, thermal stuff. Yes. Uh, John Redchun, uh, Redchun um, does some some very interesting work and good work. Um, you know, of course, we got Bigfoot Joe over there from Western New York Bigfoot Investigation Group does great work. Tactical Bigfoot Research does great yeah. work. Um, there's many others. Wow. Mike Waldy from Texas Bigfoot Rangers does some some good work. Um, just. Uh, Nikki, Nikki uh, Cologne does great work at Harry Man Hoaxes and Hoodwinks as well. Um, good job, uh, Pat Turner. Uh, he, he does more of a talk show, as does as the well, Nikki gets out there once in a while, but uh, Pat does more of a talk show, um, does a great job as well. Yeah, you know, we do know the uh, Sasquatch experience is back on with Sean Forker, yeah, that's back. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, you know, Eric Altman's work has, has been, you know, great. There's just so many to, you know, uh, you know, Darren Lee and his group do some some great work. Uh, it just there's just so many out there that do really good work. And it's just so disappointing that, as Darren would call them, the carnival barkers get most of the attention. Yeah. Um, you know, the that that's part of why the Bigfoot narrative, the real Bigfoot narrative of Bigfoot is being lost. We forget. Nobody talks about the the family driving down the road to see one crossing the road. Or right. no one talks about 
like the experience of the Gaelics on the Gaelic farm back in the, in the, the early sixties yeah. or the, you know, uh, the incidents like at the siege at Honubi, um, you know, where there's actual some trauma or the Ford farm back in the, you know, the, the centerpiece of the uh, legend Bucky of Bucky Creek, Creek. Yeah. you know, those are the real, you know, real stuff that's been going on. Good stuff. And, and um, you know, some of those have been highlighted because of the the uh, extra bit of it. But w- what about the the Dan Gordons, the Brian Goslings, the, the John Whitesells of the world that have had these encounters and experiences? Uh, you know, and, and in John's case, it was in the daytime, uh, and, and he was you know very acclimated to the mountain. Did not even believe in the existence of a Sasquatch, I believe. And there it is. How do you reconcile that? That is the real story that's being missed. That is the narrative that used to be covered 20 years ago, 20, 22, 23 years ago when I got involved in this. 23 years. When I got involved, those were the cases that got attention. Those were the cases people were reading. Now it's been now it's been replaced by people with cloaking Bigfoots and and uh you know bodies and freezers and mm-hmm. and um uh in uh, in in bogus dna projects and bigfoot's eating pancakes and and you know this is what we're we're left with and then we wonder why the narrative is lost the narrative has been lost because you know Hollywood is paying attention to this crap and not what it should be. The real stories, the real people that are affected. Um, you know, they always want, they'll, they'll find the craziest Bigfoot witness. Like, remember the guy from South Carolina, the big uh, Tim, I think his name Tim was. Peeler. Big, yeah. Yeah, Tim Peeler. Tim Peeler, the big <laughs> yeah. sticks. They love getting on him. Why? Why did they, you know, to yeah. me, you, you want to talk about, you know, we're, we're in this universe now where, you know, Oh, all this, the, the woke stuff or whatever, you know, tell me CNN was not picking on a guy from the backwoods there. That's exactly what they were making fun of him because he was from the hills. That's all. That's it right. He was not a very educated guy. Yeah. He was an Appalachian probably yeah. from the woods and they yeah. decide to spotlight him to make him look like an effing idiot. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, tell me, you know, how is that not racist or wrong? Yeah, it's wrong, but that's what they do. And that's why I will not do any interviews with news reporters, especially if they call the house and ask me to do something with them. I'll tell them quickly to, in no short terms to get stuffed. Because <laughs> I know exactly what their game is. I know what they want to do, and I have no, no interest in participating in it. Um, well, you know, (laughs) I remember being on Fox and Friends and I got a snarky question from Brian Kilmeade and I just ignored it. Yeah, I just ignored it like he wasn't even there. And uh, at that point, I felt like reaching through the microphone and choking the son bitch out. Well, uh, because that was, you know. And and two, I mean, if you've seen one, it almost came off with a very smart ass remark. It mm. was like a split second decision. I said, "No, I'm just going to ignore it." Ooh. But he said, "No, is that all you think about?" Oh. Yeah, you know, he said oh. that. Oh, and I felt like saying, "No, big boy, I think of you too." 
I think about I almost your mom. said that. <laughs> I should have said that. I think of your mom too. Is that all you think about? No, I thought about your mom. Well, that would night. see what would have happened was that would <laughs> that would have gotten bleeped out if I said something. Yes, about it would mom. have. Yeah, so I but, so no, I think of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, some of those guys, you know, they got an agenda, and you have to recognize it and just not be interested in participating. And uh, the uh, other other people too, you know, you'll have some skeptics. If you've had a sighting yourself, you know, and you know, if you're out there, you know who you are. Yeah. And if you tell somebody and they'll say, I don't believe you, you need to convince me. Then you need to tell them to get stuffed. You know, you don't care what they believe. (laughs) It don't matter whether you believe me or not. You think I'm lying? That's fine. Good. Good for you. Okay. So here's, we we do have a question, uh, some questions and comments. We're getting to them. So here we go. So uh, first, uh, Steve, what's your take on Stan Gordon's penchant for linking Sasquatch with UFOs? I know Stan. Stan's a friend of mine. Uh, I don't agree with him. Um, I just don't see the logic in it, but that's his belief, and he's entitled to his belief. Uh, I will argue it vehemently that it's just a happenstance, uh, a coincidence in a lot of cases. Uh, or uh, just... You know, I'm not saying Stan is, but some of the people that make these reports that Stan may believe maybe just be quackery, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Lemmy says, uh, you ever want to meet a Cervellos, get to know an Appalachian person? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Jeff Harding made a great comment, too. There's no glory in kayaking 20 miles a day to collect hair and prints. You need a blurry video of a freaking porcupine to get people talking. <laughs> truth. Very much truth. And you know why I yeah, say yeah. that. Yeah. I, and, and Chris and Prairie Fire, <laughs> better late than never. <laughs> yeah, good to see you. <laughs> um, uh, welcome. Okay, so Chris can tell you this too. Am I doing the Donald Trump thing? Um, anyway, <laughs> we're going to have a fantastic, fantastic show. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm well, sorry. <laughs> but Chris can I was, tell you uh, this. I bitch all the time that my videos like on mk davis todd standing will have five or six times the hit rate that a video on uh, that i do a video on a witness or evidence video is that not true chris yeah yeah i I said that unfortunately people like the bullshit drama part of my french but you know there there really is there's no recognition for uh somebody that gets out like i'll tell you what man the shortest trek that I did in the woods was six miles. That's the shortest trek I could go on six miles. And uh, that was three miles out and three miles back to the vehicle. Okay. And then I did some of them was 12 to 16 miles. And I would do that like at least every other day. And this was before, you know, we got down with the health, but (laughs) But I remember early yeah. days of Sasquatching. You know, and I, I did a lot of those mountain. trips. I used to go up that mountain barefoot in the snow, both ways. One of these days, I'm going to climb that mountain, mountain, mountain. <laughs> but you know, a lot of the time, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I would not see any new evidence or have a sighting, and that's you know, just part of it, dude. I remember the day when night vision used to cost a nickel. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, Pop. <laughs> Killing me. Uh, yeah, yeah. You take somebody that has put in the mileage and boots on the ground, and there's no recognition for it. But you take somebody that put, I'm sorry, porcupine video, and it goes viral. Oh, boy. Almost as bad as the, the the bear sitting in the tree. They got listed as a Bigfoot. And even the people on the ground aren't calling it a Bigfoot. They guys just put it up there on YouTube. Oh, a Bigfoot in the tree. Yeah. And people were buying it. Buying yeah. it. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know, if Stan wants to look at Bigfoot and the UFO phenomenon and maybe try to compare them, that's great. You know, I, I, I'm i on the... the and you know what? At least Stan doesn't go out there and put up evidence that that's BS. Right. He looking into says, something. Hey, this is what is what it is. Than, right. This is this is what it is. You know, um, I get that. I've not seen anything that would be lead to any other thought of them than being a biological organism. So you know. Well, they leave footprints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're naked. And I'd always that, that thought. Was always, that was that was uh, that was always my biggest complaint. Is okay, Bigfoot. Bigfoot is an alien. How the heck did that happen again? <laughs> um, uh, Bigfoot is an alien. Okay, well, when we go to other planets, do we go on the other planet naked? No, we didn't go on the moon naked. Hadn't been to Mars. Well, number yet, one, we we yeah. wouldn't be able to stand the environment. But yeah. okay, say, but. Here's the thing. Why wouldn't we be wearing breathing apparatus? Even if we, even if, let's say a Bigfoot comes from another planet. Let's just play this hypothetical. Okay? And this is, this is logic 101, folks. Science, a little bit of science thrown in there. So let's say we find a planet that is compatible to us breathing. We can breathe that atmosphere. When we first go there, do we wear breathing apparatus? Yes. Or do we not? Or we just walk out on natural? We wear breathing apparatus. Yes. Why? Well, that's very easy. Very easy. Let's see. Chat room. Why do we wear breathing? If we discovered another planet that's compatible with our atmosphere, why would we enter that atmosphere wearing breathing apparatus and not breathing the actual air itself. Anybody? Any takers? And I'll, okay. So we got a little delay. So we got know, a little a bit of a delay. Anybody want to bite? I, I better not do that too much. That might be copyrighted. <laughs> um. And this goes back to a popular Hollywood movie, uh, an old movie, actually written from an old book. The reason why is because we are not acclimated to that planet's bacteria. Ah, Western New York Bigfoot got it. Did he? I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, alien microbes. Yep, exactly. Alien yep. microbes. There it is. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. We're not. We're not constrained to their to their. So we would not send. 
and, and it's, it goes the same too. If Bigfoot was an alien, why would they not be wearing all this apparatus to protect themselves? Because yeah. especially being dropped off in the forest, when you have parasites like yeah. leeches and mosquitoes and ticks and deer yeah. flies and all that stuff, you would be wearing some kind of protective clothing. Yeah. So it they makes wouldn't... no sense why an advanced civilization would just come out naked. They wouldn't have no any sense. resistance to our right. viruses. Stuff. Yeah. You know, and, 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 yeah, the whole gambit. That's and why I'd always it makes thought no that, sense. You know, if if Bigfoots had been aliens, I mean, they would have nuked us out of existence long ago. <laughs> we, we'd all be nuked and they'd be uh, taking over the planet. That's what I'd do. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, I agree, Jeff. So I spent 33 weeks kind of 18 months partnership with Doug Hijack collecting DNA items on we deploy in one area. One blurry pick with his circles is more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you put in the miles and what did you get out of it? No lie. I I I, I purposely did not show this picture today uh on purpose, but I, I had seen a picture doing some research of this guy that had like seven circles above a concrete brick on the concrete brick saying oh there's bigfoots in this picture like oh my god um, and they were like this tall right? yeah yeah i don't know I, I couldn't see anything to tell you the truth uh, and the the bigfoots were the size of alien microbes <laughs> yeah um well so, you know so here's, the, here's the thing um somebody made a comment also um Mick said, uh, my, my problem with Stan Gordon, he states, wherever Sasquatch are sighted, so are UFOs. That's simply not true. That no. you know, that, that is true. There are a lot of places, though, Bigfoot are seen, and so are UFOs. But think about where Bigfoot's seen. Bigfoot are seen in areas with low light. Yeah. So where would you most likely be able to see UFOs? In areas with low light. Yeah. So where you would stargaze, where you would put up a telescope to watch. Coincidence. So, yeah. yeah, it's all coincidence. It's like saying, well, a, a Bigfoot must eat bear because Bigfoot's always seen in the same area as bear. You know, no, it's they're both in the forest, you know, so the, the same thing is, you know. <laughs> oh, God, our chat. These guys are so smart. They tickle me to death, too. You know, and, and you know, grass. Mount Monster is just a reflection of 90% of the squatchers out there these days. Yeah. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. That's, I know. <laughs> I'm right yeah. there with Grasshopper. Uh, I, I don't because I've seen a lot of, you know, I have been through the country. Unlike a lot of folks, I've been East Coast to West Coast, North to South. And I've seen a lot of squatchers. And no, uh, there are some, yes, that are that are a little bit like that. But not to the extreme, not yeah. to that extreme, not to that, you know, kind of acting. Um, most of them are not. Most yeah, of them want to learn. Most of them want to, you know. Okay, yes, Steve. But now I've got to, I got to jump in here on behalf of Grasshopper, because if you'll look, notice ninety percent of the YouTube channels you watch are going to be people attempting to do stuff like Mountain Monsters did. Well, you got also got to remember that ninety percent of the YouTube channels are just pure bullshit. Yes, and yes, that, yes. they're not true researchers, right? And right. Uh, our good friend uh, said, "True are... researchers are not the ones you hear." In my opinion, exactly right. That's it. That's it. Most, 
Most true research. Yeah, most. They're the guys out there in the woods. <laughs> no, I don't disagree with most of the guys. I'm just saying from my, from my standpoint, from and you see that's you see that's part of how the real narrative of Bigfoot is lost. And and this is the exact point I'm trying to make. That is this. Is this. This is the exact point I'm trying to make is that statement right there Alan is that that is not true that's what you believe because that's your perception because of the garbage out there Um, that is why we have lost the narrative the truth is there's a lot of people I know that don't even get on YouTube don't get on Facebook don't do any of that that are doing the real research Yes. That's the reason why. That is why exactly the narrative has been lost because that statement is not true. I've been thousands and tens of thousands of miles across this country for the last 23 years. Yes. And that is exactly why. Yes. The narrative isn't lost because you believe that. And that's what the general public believes. That's right. Not the truth. The majority of the people believe that, Steve, because they have not had the experiences that you have had, and they not talked to the hundreds and possibly thousands of researchers that you have over the years. Uh, they go by what they see online. Which good lord, going- good lord! I see some of these pups that are around five years. I think they know everything about everything. Yeah. I've known more researchers that have died yeah. than they know in their in their <laughs> that are in their Rolodex right now. Yeah. Um, not tooting my own horn. I'm just not everybody. Yes, that, but that's what I'm saying. That the grasshoppers point, Steve. Too, the average person does not have the same experience as what you have. I they agree. have not traveled the United States and spoken with hundreds, likely thousands of researchers. Right. And you know what? I agree. Woo woo is spreading because, but these people aren't real researchers. Right. You think about it, they're going to like Bigfoot. Hello. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put this recorder here. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. If you don't like it, you can turn it off. Remember that video, Chris? <laughs> Remember that video we played like within the first couple of months of this show when we went to Squatch DTV? I played that video of, oh, don't leave cameras in the Bigfoot zone. That's not polite. Oh my God. I just want to. <laughs> oh. Yep. <laughs> Don't cry, Joe. No, but here's what I want to talk about last few minutes of the show here. How do we fix this? We stay true to ourselves. We all have to take an active part in pointing our finger at the wrong. There yeah. are too many people that don't want to make waves. Right? What happens when you don't stand up for what's right? What happens when you stand up that doesn't, isn't right? The wrong well, happens. That's what happens. If you stand by and do nothing, then you're participating in letting a great evil continue. Yeah. And by saying something about it, you've taken a stand against it, Steve. You know why, you know, people ask me, you know, why did the History Channel come to me? Why did Nat Geo come to me? Why, why did any of these 
come to me because I was the uh, because they were documentaries and they were the ones that wanted straight answers, not bullshit answers. That's why they came to me. Yeah. Not everything's Bigfoot, but we're gonna we're gonna charge in there hard and find out. That's why they came to me. You know, the bottom line is this. The general public wants to be entertained. At least that's what Hollywood thinks. And Hollywood is wrong. See, that, that's the problem with too many of us researchers that we all were, we're all thinking about that Hollywood game. You know, oh, I want to, I'd love to have my own TV show. Yeah, and for a while, you know, I would do, but I would never, ever compromise how I do things or the way I do things. Never. Yeah. Never, never, never. Did that cost me shows? Probably. Don't There's care. There's nothing wrong. Don't right. care. There's Don't nothing care. wrong with having your own show. That's fine. But you got to make sure you do it with integrity. And the minute they ask you to sidestep that integrity, you tell them to get stuffed because they're not going to take your integrity from you. Oh, I, I agree as well. I never try to prove they exist to people. My mission is to educate. Yeah. They don't have to believe me if they don't want to. I don't care. Yep. Make my job is mind. to get that evidence to pass it on the science so they can do what they need to do with it. That's my job. As an investigator, that is my job. So if we got evidence to talk about it, we'll yep. to talk about, we'll talk about it. Yep. And if we like it, we'll say, hey, I like this. If we don't like it, sorry. Don't pass the sniff test, you know. Yeah. And a lot of the evidence <laughs> these days, well, a lot, majority is nothing. It's just, you know, made up crap. Well, it's when we're gonna get another pass and gimlin film, you know. Well, you see, that's also a side effect of Hollywood. Yeah. Because hey, you know, nothing happened on this mission. We we gotta come up with something. Oh, look. Right. Look, there's the cloaking Sasquatch. We got to come up with something exciting. They got to produce, right? There you go. We got to produce something, you know, to help your little, you know, there, there's sycophantic ways of being, well, I know everything. I'm a knower. Come on, will you? That's right. This is, <laughs> I bet you get some metal type crappy picks, because they all deserve it on it. That's true, Jeff. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, send Meltzer a crappy hand, man-made print and see if he sugarcoats a pen. And he won't. Yeah, he will not. Uh, Lestrade tried that. Lestrade made up a, a good, uh, as good a fake casting as could be made. I think he, he did a fine job faking that. And Meldrum looked at it with one eyebrow up and said, "Hmm." Uh, it was pretty pretty easy to say if you viewed that show when uh, Meldrum took a look at uh, Les Stroud's fake casting. Meldrum was looking at it, and then as he got into it a little bit more, first he was kind of excited, then he started looking at it a little bit more, and then that's when the questions started coming. Oh. But how do we stop this? I'll tell you how we stop this. Yeah. We stop this by, uh, by really... Uh, calling stuff out so that's how we we do it that's how we do it stop the lunacy 
<laughs> we need to relaunch that. That's what needs to be done. We need to call this shit out and be and 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 be logical, kind. We need to be kind. That's another thing. We don't we don't we you don't call them out by being nasty about it. Now you're gonna have people <clears throat> like in Porcupine Gate, they're gonna just ban you and block you. Then you start calling them out, which has happened multiple times right now. Yep. You don't take it personally, you know. You don't don't no. make it personal. Don't make it personal. Don't take it personal. They're the ones that are going to take it personal. We need to keep moving forward. We need to call it out. Say, hey, I have questions. Start with questions. Because you know what? If you start asking serious questions, they're going to collapse. If they have answers, then guess what? Then you apply some unbiased critical thinking to it. Okay, well, maybe they do have something. Because like I've said, there's a lot of excuses. There's a lot of scientific reasons why somebody may have a woo experience. We've yeah. talked about PTSD. We've talked about the, uh, the uh, uh, having some, uh, some uh, amnesia, temporary amnesia of, because of a trauma. Um, we've talked about the mind and its delay of trying to comprehend what you're seeing. So we, we've have a, we've talked about the effects of infrasound. So those are all legit experiences for having a, yeah. you know, oh, it spoke to me or I, it, it, you know, it just disappeared in front of me. There's legitimate reasons and we shouldn't discount these people's stories because of that. And I'm not right. saying we should. But what I'm saying is when a researcher keeps putting out pictures after pictures of stumps and circles and stuff like that and saying, see the Bigfoot, see the Bigfoot, see the Bigfoot, and expects everybody to see it. Call them out and say you don't see it. Where is this research area? What, you know, what noises have you captured? What video have you captured? Where's the prints? Where any of that? Because these things are invisible or spiritual. Why are they leaving tracks? Yeah. And like I said, you don't get emotionally attached to your evidence. Yeah. You know, you look at it, every piece of evidence and evaluate yeah. it. Constantly yeah, you doing that. Evaluate your own evidence, too, before you show it to somebody else. <laughs> or show it to another researcher. Not in yeah, public. Hey, right. hey, what do you think of this? Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. I have about four or five researchers, some very not good ones, too, that send me stuff every once in a while. Say, hey, what do you think? Mm. Yeah, this is pretty blurry, man. <laughs> Safe the red marker. <laughs> Lester, I like that one, too. Yeah. You know that's that's a good one actually. I, I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to add that one to uh, <laughs> save the red marker. Maybe dump the red marker. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. there are times that you do have to kind of circle something. I have no problem with blob squatches if people have, are actually seeing what they're seeing. The blob squatches I have problems with are the ones where people are taking pictures. Oh, I was just randomly taking pictures and look at all the Sasquatch here in the picture. Seeing them all close. Yeah. You know, that's a problem I have with them. See, that's the thing, too. When you take a photo or a video, you've got to do a follow-up. You have to go back like the next day 
and do another photo or another video of the same exact area. That way you can hold them up side by side and do a comparison. Well, this one has something blobby in it. This one has nothing in it other than the trees and stuff, you know. So what is the blobby thing? And why is it not there now? You know, you've got to do a comparison video or comparison photo. There we go. It seems like we're a red marker. Or how about hashtag no red about this one no red circles hey that's a really good one yeah because the red circles is the one that used to be most popular at the forums no red circles and i've seen those on all sorts of photographs including a picture from a guy in florida uh who was taking a picture you know how they like dig uh ditches like uh, uh in behind the house for drainage and stuff Yep. He, he had a picture of the side of his ditch that was like grass, blades of grass. <coughs> and he had like 50 red circles. I'm exaggerating. There's at least 20 red circles uh, right where the blades of grass. So the Bigfoot would have had to have been like this tall, the height of a blade of grass. And like, uh, dude, you know, you can't be serious. So just as I had a guy send me, not just a red circle, but auto pen in the eyes, mouth, his giant man's girls were impressive. <laughs> Well, okay, so I got a story for that. I once had a guy do that, and I, what I did was, can you send me the raw picture? And I resent it back to him. I said, no, this is Abe Lincoln, and I drew an Abe Lincoln into it with the top hat and all and a beard, and I sent it back to him. <laughs> hey, dude. I never got another piece of uh, junk mail from that person i i I got a picture one time and in the background and the leave the foliage in the tree you could look like it looked like saddam hussein (laughs) (laughs) i I swear to you i sent that to steve and steve said look you see saddam hussein up there in the tree look at that sure enough you know osama bin sasquatch uh (laughs) paradolia uh oh circle there you guys are gonna give me nightmares (laughs) So, yeah, well, blob so, photos are not really helpful for, for yeah. research. They're not. But it does prove something, though. You know, if some guy says, I saw a Bigfoot came down and stood next to this apple tree, and I took this blurry photo of it. <coughs> okay. And you can't really tell that there's a Bigfoot there, just some big blur. Okay. If you look at the apple tree and see that there's no big blur next to it, you know, well, okay. He got a photo of something. Don't know what it was, but something, you know, uh, created this uh, image. That's about all. Well, you know, I think circles are perfectly acceptable on videos, but on photos, you should have it right there. And uh, Jeff said, somebody made a great point, too, about saying that, uh, you know, instead of learning about photography, people go out there now with their cell phone cameras and just have a field day, you know, babes in Toyland type of. Yeah. type of thing too and i i agree with that 100 percent. yeah um you know but 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 anyway that that's just how the real narrative is getting lost and like i said the thought that that you know it's just the people that are invested in these having these daily experiences with bigfoot just cling to social understand their reasoning 
okay? Psychologically, they want the attention. They want the accolades. They want their elevation of status, right? So, of course, they're going to be barking the biggest on social media. That's why they have YouTube channels full of these videos with yellow circles and experiences. But, you know, it's like... It's like showing up every day with a pan full of pie crumbs, but no proof that you ever ate the cake right. or the pie, right? Here's the cake plate with the crumbs. Well, you have any evidence you ate the cake? No. <laughs> so, um, uh, honest to God, I'm never going to show a blurry picture of Sasuke, even if I know one. Well, you can always share it with your trusted people and say, hey, what do you think? Because you know what? You can always say in your story, listen, I saw what I saw. This is the best picture I ever got. That's okay. That, there's not an issue with that, at least not to me. And there shouldn't be an issue with anybody else. Because if you're on the gun and, you know, on the move real fast, that happens. That can be understood. The problem I have is people going, mm, mm, mm. Oh, Bigfoot there, Bigfoot there. Look at this picture. And, uh, you know, it's like... It's there you like, go, Steve. Put this one up on... The, I'm, I'll do a, a blob squatch for you. Here's one. What in the hell? Can you guys, can you guys see that? Is that a deer? <laughs> <laughs> that's a blob squatch. Who got that? that? That's mine. That's from 2010. Okay. <laughs> that's an old <laughs> one. And you can't really tell what it is. I mean, you know, there's no, uh, you see that like a shoulder, head, whatever, dark area there in the middle. That's a blob squatch. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> but now we did go back the Ooh. next day and we did a, um, whoa, I'm big. We did. I'm just playing. We did a follow up on it, and oh. uh, uh, Brandon Lane, my nephew, was there. And Brandon's probably I don't know six two, six three. He he held his hat up in the air, which he's got about a three foot long arm, you know, which made the where his hat was at was about nine feet off the ground. That's where the face of that blob was at the nine hmm. foot mark. But what's that evidence? It's not. It's yep. just a blobby uh, a picture of something. It's stuff you keep in your own vault. Yeah, that's it. And and we all have stuff like that. Yeah. I can't say I have a picture of anything even close. I may. Uh, you know, there are a series of pictures that, hey, maybe, maybe we had a daytime sighting back in 2017. And I remember it was just very brief. And there was a series of pictures taken. And there may be something in it, but it, it, you really can't tell. So... Yep, inconclusive. Yep. Very inconclusive. <laughs> inconclusive. Right. And you got to be like that, you know, whether it's your evidence or somebody else's. If you see it and it looks good, say, hey. So how I is like Brandon? How is good. Brandon doing? It's been a while since we've seen him. I hadn't spoke with him in a while. I reckon he's going to be deer hunting over on the farm here in the next few days, though. So. All right, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I might see him. Yeah, I might see him. Uh, if he kills the deer, you might want to stop by and show me. Chris, but, you uh, missed. I slipped that one right in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got it. 
uh, that was a, actually a funny story, you know, and I've got a little clip video clip on my YouTube channel, which, you know, believe me, I am big time, dude. I think I'm up to 61 subscribers, but, uh, <laughs> we were dead. We shot a little short video for Squatch DTV years ago. And at the end of the video, you know, I'm like doing my outro. I'll say, okay, I'm Chris Bennett for Brandon and, and John. And uh, thanks for watching, you know. And after I said that, that was supposed to be the end of the shot. And then Brandon said, Oorah. Yep. <laughs> oh, it tickled me to death. Yep. I said, Brandon makes it his own. Sure does. <laughs> well, Chris, it's that time. Believe it or not. Oh, man. We have flown by. We've I can't believe fun. we actually managed to bullshit for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a conversation, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, I know, you know, when it, usually I, I get these deep seated ideas and projects, and sometimes it just needs to be said. <laughs> so yeah. now, now next week we will show move forward with a different attitude. Yeah. But um, I, I like but some, the back and forth with the the everybody in the chat. You know, that's great. You know, you guys, you know, I'll say this before and I'll say it again. You know, you, you you're the sharpest chat, the smartest listeners that any show could ever pray to have and we're tickled to death to have you and you guys make the show you really do yeah we sure try um speaking anyway about, well, yeah. uh, speaking about shows uh, check out henry may's channel he does a, a weekly uh roundabout weekly uh broadcast it's only like five minutes or so and uh, he puts out a lot of stuff uh, henry had a, a good one out earlier this week uh they hey they spotted thank you, uh, jeff uh, an owl that thought was extinct called the Eagle Owl. And it was really good stuff, Henry Mate. Hey, Jeff just donated oh. five wow, bucks thanks, to the Jeff. My brother, thank <laughs> you so much, sir. Appreciate that. But uh, yeah, Henry, Henry's got a good channel. He needs more viewers. Puts out some good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, we, we try we try to put on a good show here every week. We always have some laughs. So Jeff, good seeing you. Look to yeah, see you some more. Appreciate it, Jeff. Um, and we we always have a lot of fun or try to have some fun and some laughs, mm -hmm. no matter how serious or bad the uh the uh the topic can be. Sometimes are difficult. And Jeff, you're doing great work out there too. Keep it up. Yeah. And uh we'll be uh uh some of your last words, Chris, before we go. Well, it's like to remind everybody, you know, if it's the first time watching us on YouTube, you know, consider giving us a like and subscribe. Uh, once again, we want to thank our wonderful listeners and our great chat room participants. Thank you, guys. You make the show. It's all about, again, it's all about you. I appreciate you. And that's all I got, Steve. All right. Okay, again, we always ask you guys to like, share, and subscribe. You know, sharing is caring. Make sure you hit that notification bell to get notified to all our new and upcoming shows. Although I know I, I kind of schedule these shows a little late in the day on Sunday. Uh, unless I have a guest or a topic, uh, if I have something planned out, usually it gets a little there a little faster. So, uh, again, um, oh, want to thank our podcast listeners too. Yeah, we got to thank all our folks over there at uh, off our anchor system, our anchor FM system. Uh, go, it goes out to iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, uh, Google, I, I, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Audible and Amazon Music. So we want to say hello to everybody. In case you want to catch the video replay, you can go to SquatchDTV.com, SquatchDTV.com, and it'll take you right to the channel. So uh, you can always catch the video replay there. We've done a lot of talking today, very little looking. So really good episode for our audio version podcast this week. And we appreciate all you do. Make sure you pop on over here to our YouTube channel and give us a like, share, and subscribe as well. So anyway, on uh, on everybody, I want to wish everybody a happy, safe, and healthy week. And of course, God bless and keep on squatching. We'll catch you here all next week, Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on Squatch D TV. Hey, folks, you've been watching Squatch D TV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless. And keep on squatching.